welcome to another episode of Marketing Without the Marketing. I'm your host, Michael Bosey. Very glad that you could join me. And today I want to talk about models or heroes or people we look up to, the stories that we that we sort of have in mind for when we're creating our business. And one thing I want to focus on in particular is the the, the sort of outlier narrative, right? This narrative is very powerful. We love the culture uh, of that sort of lone wolf or, you know, the person who on their own succeeded against immeasurable odds and emerged victorious, right? Uh, we, we love that story, that sort of uh, the, the monomyth that's in our culture of that person uh, who takes it on all on their own and comes out successful. And these, these narratives are powerful because they're aspirational, right? Everyone wants to be the hero or wants to feel like a hero. But in the real world, this outlier narrative can be, well, it can be bad, right? It can be unhelpful. It can be even to the point of destructive, right? Because it sets up unrealistic hopes. Nothing's going to be able to live up to this ideal if that's what you sort of, you know, set out to to try to achieve. So in my business, you know, I always in, advise entrepreneurs to stop talking about guys like Steve Jobs or Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk or, you know, for authors in particular, stop talking about Stephen King or J.K. Rowling or uh, take musicians, right? Stop talking about Jay-Z or Taylor Swift or Justin Timberlake, Uh, stop talking about in general for businesses, how Apple does it or how Google does it. How many times do you hear people comparing themselves or using that as an example, right? Uh, We're the Netflix of audiobooks. Uh, We're the Netflix of fitness or of learning. Or the other one that you hear in the startup uh, community is we're the Uber of whatever, right? The Uber of dog walking or real estate or the Uber of tutoring. Now, look, I get the point of comparison or that you're trying to, you know, bridge the gap for your customers, but you can't be Netflix. You can't be Uber. And by just inviting the comparison, you're kind of setting your customers up for disappointment, even if you are a great business, and I'm sure that you are. But by saying that you're, you know, comparing yourself anyway to something like Netflix, which is a mega successful company that has, you know, perfected their method over years and years, and and, uh, it's just going to be hard to live up to that. These guys are not good models for how to do the, the, you know, the actual work of building your business, right? These are, they're exceptional. And of course, you can aspire to their level of success, but that's a dream, not a goal. And goals are going to serve you a lot better. So what I say, and I try to apply this to my own business too, right, is just get realistic and pick better models right from the start, right? So in other words, look to people to whom you can relate. People who are in your field or sector or related field, right? Who, you know, they started on a path, got knocked down, got up again, and got better for it. The, the folks who have done the unglamorous work, right? The ones who had such conviction that they persevered even when everyone was telling them that it was a bad idea. That's still part of the, the story, the hero's story, the hero's journey. And there are countless 
uh, everyday successes to model yourself against, right? People who are regular people doing amazing things every day. Now, in running my own business, when I first started, uh, you know, I really I had some success with this early on, and which is why I thought this was worth sharing. So when I started uh, this business, I'm uh, in my fourth year of this right now. But when I was first uh, starting out, I, you know, I had no idea uh, what to do to get clients or to start, you know, actually getting people to pay me to do what I do uh, in educating, training, um, execution of strategy, all that stuff. I had no idea. But what I did is is not, you know, I didn't look towards the, the folks who were light years ahead of me. I looked for people who were two or three years ahead who seemed to be showing some signs of success that they knew what they were doing. And one, I could just watch what they're doing. But then also taking it one step further, some of those folks, I just reached out to them, just connected via Twitter or sent them an email and just said, hey, do you mind having a a, uh, brief discussion? Because it looks like you're uh, successful at what you're doing. You're clearly ahead of where I am, but it could provide a path towards where I'd like to be. And the kind of cool thing is that these folks who I reached out to early in the biz, they were really generous with me. They gave of their time for no reason other than just to help someone who was kind of like them. I didn't really deserve the time at that point. You know, I was just someone saying, hey, listen, I I think uh, I like what you're doing, or at least uh, how it appears from the outside. Can we chat? Because... I don't know what I'm doing, and you seem to, so can you help? And they did. And, you know, some of those folks I'm still in contact with, and sometimes we share clients or I pass folks over to to these people, and sometimes uh, they generate leads for me too, so it's built a nice little community of uh, of folks who are, are out there trying to do something similar anyway. That's not why I did this, why I reached out. I genuinely wanted to learn but it was a nice little after effect of this. And you can do the same thing too. Like, so for instance, in my own business, uh, when there are prospective clients who come to me and they say, oh, I've been listening to your podcast or I read your blog, can you help me with X? Now for some folks, you know, my consulting rate is going to be too much. And what I say to them is, listen, I can still help you, right? You can just watch me doing this, what I do live in real time, right? I'm doing the same things that I teach every day, not just through this podcast, but just watch how I interact on Twitter, for instance, or my email, uh, my mailing list, or my free downloads on my site. Like all these things are tactics built around a strategy, and you can just watch what I do. You can get this for free without having to pay me. But obviously, it's just going to take way more time. Right, to sort of watch this in real time. You could do this over months or over years and say, all right, yeah, I see what you're doing. I get it. That's cool. And when someone sort of, you know, when someone says, hey, okay, I'm, I'm willing to pay you for what you do, they just want to de-risk that process, right? Sort of, hey, I can learn this on my own slowly or whatever. But the folks who say, all right, I want to invest in paying you because I want you to just tell me. I want you to help me directly with this strategy and I want to do it quickly, I don't want to, you know, sort of wait around and watch and learn this from you or from others on YouTube. I just want to sort of get from point A to point B, understand how to do this, and let's just get going. That's good. 
Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't learn this stuff for free. It doesn't mean I can't teach you this stuff for free. Now, I don't think of myself as an entrepreneur because, you know, as a trainer, a consultant, a teacher, you know, I'm not trying to scale the business. I'm, you know, I'm building online courses, producing other IP products. That allows me to replicate myself in a way. But there, there are two different goals, um, I think, in running a business, right? You either want to be a small business or you're in it for entrepreneurship. And to me, the difference is scale, right? How fast do you want to grow? Now, everyone wants to grow their business. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to do that every year. That's awesome. Uh, very proud of that. But I'm not seeking what you'd call hockey stick growth, and I've been down that road with early stage startups, uh, the ones that I've been involved in, right? Where you take an investment, and now all of a sudden the clock is ticking. And if you can't get a 10x return on that investment quickly, the business is over. Now, that may sound harsh, but look, you know, if you took investment, uh, your investors are not interested sort of in anything beyond that, right? They're not going to be patient. And you can resent that if you want, but you took the deal, and that's their job. So take a look at your own business. I mean, do you need astronomical hockey stick growth? Or would you be happier if your business grows year over year? Uh, or that it grows while at the same time you're able to remove yourself from the business little by little, right? Hiring out or delegating more and more. I mean, that sounds more achievable, right? Than, you know, becoming the, the next Jeff Bezos, for instance, I mean, Bezos with Amazon took a loss for 10 years before Amazon became profitable. I mean, do you have that kind of patience? And also not to mention that his business is all about taking pennies in margin over, you know, uh, the span of, a, of an unprecedented scale. Does that kind of business sound interesting to you? I mean, maybe it does. Maybe you're truly an entrepreneur. I mean, that's cool. It doesn't sound that interesting to me. Though, just because, you know, I want to make an impact person to person, helping people get better at what they do. I'm more of a teacher or a trainer by nature. It's what I love to do. And my business is never going to look like an Apple or an Amazon. And that comparison just doesn't do me any good, right? I just, here it is. I mean, I just believe that we can, we can do the right thing and still be successful. Now, if you've been a long-time listener of this podcast, you hear this from me all the time, right? Business does not need to be ruthless. You know, the pinching suppliers like an Amazon or Walmart or extracting every last bit of value from your customers like the airline industry or telecom companies. It should be about service, right? You exist to serve. I exist to serve. What can you do to provide immense value to someone, to help them solve a problem, inspire them to take an action, to educate them so they acquire a new skill? And that's a good starting point, right? If you can do that, great. And hey, that might even scale. It might actually be an entrepreneurial venture, not just small business. And for me, I mean, guys like Seth Godin, Gary Vaynerchuk, I mean, these guys are great examples of doing this, right? Where, where their goal was to educate and then turn that into services and products. But don't start with those guys. I, you know, as, as much as I, I admire those two and, and others for the work they do, the way they got there, I mean, it's really unrealistic to think that I'll ever be at that level. And I'm fine with that, right? It doesn't do me any good to look at them as the model. Instead, 
Again, even at this point, a few years into my biz, I'm still looking at people who are a few years ahead of me uh, and just watching what they do. How did they grow? How did they get from where I am today to the next level a few years out? And it doesn't have to be this amazing, super fast growth. It just has to be growing year over year and fulfilling as a business. You know, if I'm doing what I really love to do, uh, teaching people, training people, helping them get new skills so that they can do their business better. I mean, that's good. That's good for me. I like doing that. And I think that's good advice for anyone. Um, so for you, you know, who can you look to? Who's, who's a few years out from where you stand, wherever you are in your business, whether you're just starting, whether you're a few years in like I am, or you're 10 years in, who's at the next level? Because that's the person to, to look to. That's the business to look to. And, and just watch what they're doing. Uh, see how they're interacting, how they're producing things. Uh, you know, they're the ones who are, are a better sort of trendsetter for you uh, than those folks that are, that are way, way ahead. So I hope that this gives you something to think about uh, just in terms of your own biz. And I hope that, that you actually find this to be helpful. It certainly helped me, and uh, that's why I wanted to share it. So, But I'll stop there, and um, I think next up, what I'd like to do, I've just been talking a lot about not just SEO, uh, but reuse of content. You know, did a couple episodes on syndicating content, um, but that's where I'd like to go next. I, I'm sort of designing a new series on reuse or repurposing of content, which is really critical to content strategy. So if you want to be notified about that, just uh, hit subscribe on my site in the show notes, and I'll look forward to laying that all out for you. All right. As always, thank you. Appreciate the attention, and we'll see you next week.